The ups and downs of being creative. Discussed over cocktails with friends. You're listening to The Shakes. All right, should we get this party started? Sure, because Joy has to be out of here early after yeah, of being course, a half always, hour late. Always. Just, and then when I get locked um, out of 19 Below. <laughs> when you go to the bathroom. And, and I have to get back in and... and Joy's like, I got to get out of here. She'll be in here chatting it up. (laughs) Speaking of you going to the bathroom, some human took a dump on the the patio upstairs. Good God, yes. You see it? Is that that why why it got shut down? No. no. Somebody, it's still up there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because like I was walking the by and I was like, closed. wow, yeah. that was a loose stool. Wait, yeah. somebody took a dump up on like the Michaels, the, the extra virgin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, they're not back until Friday. So I yeah. don't know who's going to clean that Surprise! up. Surprise! Oh, gross. Yeah, yeah, it's, a yeah. Big, it's a big old dookie. Yeah, it's definitely one of those where you're like, that wasn't a dog. No. Or it was a big ass dog. <laughs> with a very with, runny. With a very, very poor diet. <laughs> Can I go on record as saying that last episode was one of my favorites that we've done? Awesome. <laughs> the Jankum? The Jankum. <laughs> that episode had everything for everybody. <laughs> it had poop. It had, uh, you know, huff and drug stories. It mm. had heartfelt stories of adoption. It had, it, it it had, had everything. It was an after-school special. It was right. an after-school special. And I, and I do say it's probably one of, one of our top five episodes, but also not probably, like if I was going to suggest an episode for somebody to listen to, like mm-hmm. right off the bat, oh, you're not familiar with the show? Probably, one of the, the night probably one of the last ones that I would have somebody <laughs> listen to. Oh, Jenkum in the Night Market? Yeah, yeah. Because I just I, I, I because I don't think that it really gives a good overall feeling of what the show is about. What is it, it has about? it has everything, but yet it has, it has too much, but yet it has too much of everything, an inconsistent amount of everything. So that way, you know, because either we either have thoughtful shows or we have jink and poop shows, <laughs> and so. So we're going to balance it out with a thoughtful show. So we're going to balance it out with a thoughtful show. And I also decided as I was driving here this evening that that I'm going to try to do Pat's no cussing, cursing. No. Are you still doing it it. too? I'm going to keep it up. Yeah, I'm going to try it. I'm a stronger man because of it. Do you want me to do it too then? No, you know, this is not you. This is not us pressuring you. Into I'm going to use it. words like cuckoo birds. And, <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. Okay. And kitchen sink instead of like dirty words. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. You want to try that? <gasps> you know what? Let's do it and see who can get the furthest. Okay. With what? Starting at four minutes. We're at the uh, four minute mark. The S so. word and the F word. Whoever says one of those first loses. What? Uh, their dignity or what? <laughs> You are yes. a loser. <laughs> we just get Pretty to call much. you loser. All right. Okay. Let's kick this off. And Jeremy posted on his page. Well, you had the idea. I had the idea, but Jeremy Jeremy posted it, rightly so. There's something that's been floating around on Facebook, and it is titled, It's Not Worth It. Mm-hmm. Ad execs brutal rant ah. before he died of cancer is absolutely chilling. Written written in yeah. perfect Facebook language to get you to click through. I think that's interesting. Very clickbaity, and and very much uh, exactly what uh, 
what you know we're kind of talking about here. Yeah. Is that the guy? This is the guy. Linz Redding, by the way. He died of cancer at 52. He was a creative director at... In New Zealand. Okay. Somewhere. Worked at BBDO, Saatchi. In the article, if you haven't read it, he just, he in effect says, I look back at my old life and I thought that I was happy, but I wasn't. And he said, and after, I don't know if he retired or or he got out of it because he was diagnosed with cancer. He said, I met with advertising people and they'd say, oh, I haven't, I haven't slept and I haven't seen my wife since so-and-so and, and, um, kind of like a badge of honor. Type yeah. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, man, this is, this is crazy. Didn't they ask like, what do you think of this? Yeah. And he was just like, man, I think it's all crazy. Mm-hmm. And so he, you know, ends it with, no, it's not, it's not worth it. And, so I thought it was I thought it was good, you know, because I have um I I I kind of run the fence of am I am I passionate enough? I I I contribute work hard with passion. Um and oh my god, sometimes I wonder if I'm not passionate enough because I'm not working at all hours and um and but then there are other times where I'm like I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of done with that. And does that mean that I've become weaker in my in my years or smarter or um and you know it's like I think that you know it's like there are a hell of a lot more things you know more important than me getting something you know and I'm I'm a person that pushes hard for let's get it done let's get it out the door but I'm not you know, I'm not happy saying, "Oh, everybody's got to work this weekend, and we got to work through the weekend, and we got to work all hours." Why does working all hours make makes someone better? Because I honestly don't think that necessarily it doesn't. does. It doesn't. Just to go, oh, I worked all weekend, so well, you still. Well, and isn't doesn't that kind of go back to the podcast we had with um, Wolf and Wilhelmina, where she said, um, where she she you know, and and you know, a lot of people have come out now and said. Look, you're creative. If you're working all hours, how can you be creative? You can, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 I love the mentality of, you know, it's like we take naps in the afternoon and I go surfing and and that's the that's where the creativity comes through. It's not like, oh my god, I've worked on this for 11 straight hours and I'm going to finally come up with something that's right. not going to happen. Yeah. Well, and I think your 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 dilemma is all too common because the way I feel is that we as an industry and I, and let's let's even go beyond advertising agencies. Let's say any sort of creative industry, whether that be an advertising agency or a software startup or anything that puts out some sort of a creative product, we send a mixed message. Because that whole idea of working all night, working all weekend, it comes from somewhere Mm -hmm. and it comes from, you know, kind of that hamster wheel and and the circular logic that, well, it must be awesome that that I work because look how hard I'm working. And I don't necessarily know that that ever completely equates to passion through, through, through for most people most people it's just look how hard i'm working yeah i'm mm-hmm. paying my dues because i was told in school or you whenever you got to work hard you got to pay your dues if you want to make it in this industry you've got to show people that you're hungry and you're ready to go 
So there's that. But then there are the people of the world, like the Wolf and Wilhelminas, the you know whoever that says, "Hey, there's more. To, there's more to life than than just this." And so, but sometimes this, and this is where it gets tough, is those people who say A and those people who say B are the same person. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you how do you follow that? You know, how, which which train of logic do you follow? And so that's 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 I think our inherent problem is that. Uh, and don't you don't you think I think that there is a separation between working from passion and working um, this kind of this type of working. So I recently saw Steve Jobs, the Man in the Machine, the mm-hmm. documentary this past weekend. And, you know, he and, um, you know, who was his partner? What was his partner? Wozniak? Yeah, Steve Woz. Wozniak. And, um, you know, they worked on something and they turned it around in like four days. And, and it was something that they were so, I mean, Apple was a startup and what they were doing. And they were so passionate mm-hmm. about it that they did it. It wasn't, I, I think there's a separation. Definitely. Um if I had to turn around a movie theater in a weekend um, so it could open up um, or turn it around in a week so it could open up on a weekend so I could launch Star Wars Episode Seven as the kickoff, I would work nights and weekends and stuff, and that would be from a point of passion. It wouldn't be a point of ego, and I think that there's a difference. I think that mm. a lot of the advertising stuff is done from from – from ego, and I think it is. Um, oh, I'll be respected more. I will be discussed in certain circles better. And at the end of the day, it really just doesn't. You know, it's like I. I mean, I remember going to going to the one show, in uh, and oh my god, that was like oh, it was so big. Oh my god, it was so great. And it was like after work and people were in like shorts and t-shirts and here we were dressed up and stuff. And we got done with the show and we went and got some pizza and we had beers. And then we flew back the next day and I went back to work and it was just like, boy, that was supposed to be kind of the end all be all. And I mean, it was cool, but then, then the world continues to turn and you go back and you got to go, you got to go to work again. You know, it's like, there is no, everybody's trying to reach some kind of Mm-hmm. Top of the mountain where you get to like cash in all your chips and there, there, it just isn't. I mean, that's, there's no. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's a fantastic distinction because I can't imagine that there's any art director, copywriter that ever created something with the passion that the Steves did with, you know, I, do you think any ad, any ad for any brand was ever made with that kind of you know that kind no. of passion? No, was that really absolutely about, not? It's all about ego. That wasn't so much about ad and brand, was it? As it was about like creating a right. Whole new right. But I mean, think about that though. What it to me, to me, this you know, and that's why I was saying let's widen that out because it's it's more than just creating an ad or something. It, it's about you know anything that. That you're creating, that you give so much of your life mm-hmm. or your time, yeah, to. right, yeah. And I think it's, I think it's one thing to believe in something so much that you will put in that time right. because it just it drives you and it compels you toward that goal, no matter what happens. And and you're doing something, yeah, and you're fulfilled mm-hmm. by it, and doing something 
out of ego, you know, yeah. because, well, okay, if, if I do this and it's awesome, then people are going to notice me. But also, I think the other side is not so much ego as people being told you have to. Yeah. Absolutely. No, That's, very true. Yeah. Out of fear I mean, or, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or uh, to it's totally there. Get your racing stripes in yeah. your underwear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's all about that. Try and get ahead. Jank them. Um, <laughs> I'll call them. Jank them. So what do you guys, what do you guys think about this uh, creative director's I think I think Farewell. it's I think it's one person's perspective. Um I think that um I agree, you know, it's like do do I look back and do I have um regrets on some things? Yeah. I mean I was in the heat of um when we were when it was the it was the strike and we were shooting Payless and we were shooting in Toronto and going straight to New York and we were, and so I was gone for two weeks at a time. And I can mm-hmm. remember I came home early. I surprised Gabe over at Laura's folks. And, um, and I looked at him and it was like, man, he's, he's like, in the two weeks I've been gone, he. How old was he at that time? Oh, he was maybe seven, mm-hmm. eight or something. I mean, he had changed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. But, um, you know the way the way that i look at it was um i have that regret i got i got to go to toronto and i got to go to new york and um i mean those were great great memories and stuff so it's like i didn't it wasn't at the cost of doing stuff for pay less and everything but there you know there are times I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm kind of rambling. But the, I mean, there are times when I. There are times when I have regretted it. Will I look back and say, "Have I really done what I wanted to do?" If 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 I find out that I have terminal cancer tomorrow and I'm mm-hmm. gone in six months, yeah, I will be angry. I'll be. I'll be pissed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, and let's let's put a, another spin on that because you were like, "Yeah, you know, I regret this, but yet I got to go yeah. to Toronto." Okay. Well, let's replace going to Toronto on a shoot with being in your cube staring at a monitor for two weeks because you had a spread that you needed to to design. Yeah, that paints a really different picture. Totally different picture. Totally different. But I think you have to look at it even bigger picture, which is, are you going to look back and say, I missed this or that? And the obvious things like, oh, I missed my kids growing up, or I missed the, an anniversary or this or that, or, or, I mean, which I don't feel like you have, if you can look at it and go, oh, I yeah. got to go do this. So you're talking more like, I missed like, I feel great like, sunsets. Right. I feel like this guy, young, you know, he... I'm assuming, did not think his life was going to come to an end that quickly. An abrupt end, yeah. I think he was angry, but I think probably he also, you know, looked back and was like, well, well, fuck. Like, even beyond, I lose. lose. (laughs) Wow. Even beyond anger. Well, cuckoo birds. I I know. Even the... You know what? I I swear. (laughs) It's just going to be a thing that I do. I swear, Um, too. I just am (laughs) trying um, yeah, that's, you know, and, and we don't know who knows what, what all that guy lost or gave up. Or, oh yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and mm-hmm. he may have, yeah, he, he may have given up a lot right? and, and I don't ever feel like, 
I don't feel like I'm like, oh my God, what am I, you know, but, but at the same time, there are times when I have felt like, oh, I'm weak. I'm weak because I don't feel that way. And so I feel like I have been made to feel that way. You don't feel what way? Um, I don't feel like, oh my God, I've been up like six, six nights straight and I have, have I done everything I possibly can to make this the best thing ever? And at the end of the day, it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's clickbait or somebody's flipping through the channels and. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, when I was helping to open a company, you know, it was Mm -hmm. like, whatever and whenever. And of course I didn't have children at that time but still it was like you know kind of getting because I worked somewhere else so it wasn't I was doing some inappropriate things that sounds bad too yeah what whoa what I'm trying to say is yeah I'm like Steve Jobs huffing jankum (laughs) to stay awake the late nights or this is a better example like this auction that we host here at 19 below every year Uh, it's an art auction to raise money for um, childhood cancer to to help families who don't have money to pay for it. I've stayed up here all night, like hanging artwork before. But that's that's a place no, of passion. No, that's what I'm saying. I, and I also I would feel never a deflection point from where she was going before. But, I've <laughs> done inappropriate things when I was helping but, children with cancer. If someone you know came to me and said, "Look, we're going to need you to probably work until mm. two o'clock." I'd want to be like, fuck you, yeah. you know? Oh, you lost again. I, well, but you I already just, did. You already opened so, the door. Yeah. You already opened the door. Well, and, and, and this, is, this is interesting because it's something that I've been thinking uh, quite a bit about over the last couple of weeks is that in my new endeavor, there are things that I, that I am quickly finding that I need to unlearn about my old expectations of how, because going back to that, well, gosh, am I weak? Because I'm not, you know, so if I'm sitting in my chair at 10 o'clock at night and going, well, guess it's time for bed. You know, there is a very large part of me that's going, whoa, dude, what, what hold on. You got like so much stuff you need to go be doing. And why, why are you not getting up and going back down into the office and getting on that right now? Oh, because I'm tired. Okay, well, that's no excuse, friend. You, you uh, know, and yeah. so my, you know, my, yeah, my brain inside is like <laughs> yeah. going, no, you are not, you are not doing enough. You're not working enough. You need to be working harder. And so I have had a lot of internal stress, be, you know, and, and I've totally recognized that it's just me demonizing myself. And, uh, but we and all so, learn you know, that somewhere. right? We I all, always, we all it's do. an American thing too. We, it is an American thing too. But I think it's an average. It's, it's an advertising. Yeah, and it's it, especially an advertising. Well, well this you, was. Have you ever worked not in advertising? Then how do you? know? I worked at the cookie company, um, and I was a busboy <laughs> at Tony and Luigi's. Oh, I know. I know long hours, and I know crazy work ethics. <laughs> yeah, and I also know from the cookie company. I also know as my time as a lifeguard that I was never, you know, <laughs> I was, I was never, never told you hard. need to be saving harder. Yeah, you need to be saving lives. Whoa, whoa, way where are you more. going, Jeremy? I know yeah. your six-hour shift is over, but we're going to need you to put in another. Yeah, six. you need to, you need to stare at that pool for about another six hours until just, somebody you, either does or does not fall in. Just because someone 
works until nine o'clock. I just am like, it doesn't mean that you're fucking doing anything. I remember, I remember, um, at Barkley, I remember somebody being praised for working on Christmas day. Mm-hmm. Never what? mind that she was Jewish. Oh, I also <laughs> remember somebody, um, and, and my Wait, attitude, why are you being praised? My, yeah, exactly. What's my, a- my attitude was, uh, I remember there was somebody who worked like 24 hours straight and they were like calling that out. And I'm like, you do your job inefficiently. Mm-hmm. That, That's that was always, my, yeah, that that was was always my response. Yeah. Was, like, was like, man, you need to do your job. If better. you would sit down and shut up, you could be out of here by five. Yeah, it's like somebody <laughs> needs to talk to you about how inefficiently you're doing your job. Right. That reminds me of college. Like in college, it was like, oh, stay up all night. Well, yeah, it's because you had yeah. studio at eight and you were out drinking till one and had to do your work in there somewhere. Right. But I it got through my finals week senior year eight hours of sleep total. Oh, the, the whole, whole week? week? Well, that's your own fault. No, no. I, I, I mean, my buddy and I, actually, <laughs> I think I got through with 12 hours. My buddy got through with eight because we were in a competition to see who I was no The thing is, if you like sleep, crazy. you actually do better. Oh, yeah. Exactly. There's plenty of studies that show that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you can go longer without water than without sleep, I heard. You can go three days without water. I think you can only go two without sleep. Okay. That's not true. I think it is because you start to go crazy. Yeah, but you're going to die if you don't get water. There's a difference between you're gonna going to die crazy if you don't get and sleep. Yeah, you can die without sleep. Yeah, well, you thank can. you, Jeremy. No, you can, but it's like you're going to die without water before. Don't go. That's like don't put on seatbelts. Uh, uh, yeah, airbag will save your life. Well, I'm going to go ahead and Google something. Yeah. Well, I okay, and I'll You've lay heard this. It too, I'll, haven't you? I will. Well, I will lay this out there. Maybe. It's food and not water because it's the rule of threes. No, food you can go These, the longest without. Right, exactly. This is this is the survival rule of threes. In in incredibly inclement weather, you can only survive three hours without shelter. You can survive three hours without water. You can survive three weeks without food. Three weeks? This is like in a blizzard. Well, this is this is in any situation. Well, no, not any. Three hours well, without water well, in the a three, blizzard well, the, is different no, than three no, hours. Well, but, well, three hours, three, three days without water, period. You said in, three any hours. Weather. So, oh, okay. no, 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 no. Three days without water. I was like, I think I've gone three hours without drinking water. No, if you were in a blizzard for three <laughs> hours with zero shelter. No, you're, I mean, you're yeah, fucked. You're, yeah. Since I'm the only one swearing, I'll just birds. say it. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucked. You're yeah. going to have to read John Crichton. Yeah, so. Comment. I'm going to Google this. While, while you're Googling the food, sleep water thing we did have some listener some good comments some, some yeah. listener comments oh, on, awesome. so so you know my my thing that i put out there i put the link to the to the article out there mm-hmm. and i said so so tell me i said so after reading this article have you changed your perspective on your career or are you still plugging along just waiting for the day that the creative industry puts you in the meat grinder so we had some good uh, we had some good thoughtful comments and john kreiksberg's I like this one, and I'm sad. That, I'm sad that he he didn't call in. Should have called say, in. Yeah, I'm sad that he didn't call in to say this because it is way better. Wait, when he's would a, he call he's in? A, he's a when chicken cock. He, he would call in now. I, I well, well then tell him or, to call in well, now. Well, or the fact that I put the phone number into the Facebook post and uh, said leave a voicemail. You know what? Maybe he has plans. Nope. He you could, said leave a voicemail. He, I said he's leave probably a voicemail. working. No, he's probably working. Yeah, he's probably working right now. Anyway. Here's what John Kreisbergs has to say about this article and about this idea. Okay. If the creative industry puts me in the meat grinder, it's because I allowed them to do it. 
if I'm going to grind, then I sure as shit. Want, well, see, now this see, doesn't no, you count. Gotta, you gotta, no, you got to use, you gotta use <laughs> appropriate well, language. I lost too. <laughs> oh, you win, Then Pat. I sure as caca <laughs> want my name on the side of that appliance. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, no, that's, yeah, then I'm, I'm just going to do it. Then I sure as shit want my name on the side of that appliance and my prepackaged, shrink-wrapped, sold in packs of eight, even though buns come in packs of ten, so you'll have to buy more of me, motherfucker, ass on the shelf under a brand that I believe in or have created on my own. And other people's problems? It's their fucking problems. So don't hey buddy me, or can you do me a favor me, or can you knock some money off that me, or can you pull an all-nighter me, or can you change the laws of fucking time or space me, unless you're going to do the exact same for me whenever I call on you and ask the same goddamn question whenever I decide to cash in that chip. So, while others quietly ponder, or not so quietly because this is Facebook, whether or not their job is sucking out their soul, I'll continue to laugh. Regardless of how trapped you ever feel, you have to realize that we're all wearing groovy red slippers. Tap, tap, people. No, don't make a damn wish, Dorothy. Just start sashaying your ass down that yellow brick road to a better life. Just remember that it may take a while to get there, and your feet will be bloody and blistered compared to hitching a ride on someone else's flying fucking monkey. Okay, wow. now I will have to say... I know. Like, written, written where I'm like... Okay, it sounds passionate and stuff, and this is where John should call in because I, I, after reading that a couple of times now, I have to say I'm not sure what his point is. What? So, so this is is this sounds like it's coming from a person who does their own. I mean, when am I ever well, going which to he bust? Kind of does. Yeah, he does. Which I, I mean, will, he's the president of of a business, right? What so, business? So I'm going to flying rocket studios. So I'm going to bust my butt for a client. And when are they going to turn around? And... That's the passion, though. No, no, no. But listen, so I'm going to bust my butt for a client. When are they going to turn around and allow me to cash in those chips? It never happens. That's the problem. Well, I think he's coming from, I don't think he's coming from his current position. He is He is coming from experience where he yeah. has been a strategist, where he has done, where he has done work for agencies. I would and say, has got and has gotten that you know because I mean, well, like the can you knock some money off that? I mean that that seems like a you know that seems like a request that like an account manager might come in and say, look, they re- they you know you you said that it would take twenty hours to do, but they really need you to do it in eighteen. Can you right. do that? Right. Okay. I think he's he's reflecting, and yes, right now absolutely. he's he's in the point where he's working out of passion instead of. For the man. Right. And yep. what's the sold in packs of eight, even though... One, well, hamburgers. Know. Hamburgers come in eight. I get it. That's, that's I think a good one. I get it. That's and then, one. what, the yellow brick road, what? I mean, he's got he's got so many damn analogies in wow. here. I'm I'm lost. John, really, dude, call in. You know what? Call in. Are we live? We're not <laughs> no, live. No, we're never live. We're not live. No. John, you can't call in. John... Quit riding. You, Let's this just is have a, him on the show. This the is an enigma wrapped in a dirty diaper. <laughs> and bacon. Dirty diaper. Da- and bacon. And bacon. Oh, All right. remember somebody took All right. Brian Winkler, our friend in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. writes, I suppose I'm lucky in that I worked for a big sweatshop and then a sizable mayonnaise factory. Is that true? I don't really? know. A mayonnaise factory? gross. And then learned that my sweet spot is a small shop that does kick-ass work. For clients that creatives can actually communicate with, that's the ethos 
of, or the ethos of robot house creative way to push your own business there, Brian, mm-hmm. way to go. Uh, we don't work with a, we don't work with a holes. Thank you, Brian. Thank See, you for he, letting he me keep curse. it clean. Yeah. We build a great rapport so that when we reveal the work, the client sees themselves in it and loves it. So far, knock on wood, they've only been open for a week. I could maybe make a ton more at a big agency doing big national, international stuff, but I don't need to. I'm sorry. Reading never got to experience creative satisfaction on a smaller scale. Well, mm-hmm. you don't know that he didn't. He may have. He may have. But, may I mean, have. You, you're led to believe that he did not. And so... And and I think I think that makes a, that makes good sense too. I mean that's you know that's how I'm trying to run my business as well. His his business started out as a one man business, just like mine has. He's up to three now at Robot House Creative. But uh, you know, yeah, I don't I I just I don't want to take any old job just to keep the you know. And and I think that's the idealist thing that everybody starts their own business doing, and then they go, oh crap. Uh, my lights are about to get shut off. Right. Well, I'll take any old job. Well, I am really, really working not to just take any old job. Yeah. So, so I, I do, I do understand that. I do understand that. Uh, Sarah Sozman agrees with John. Said no mercy from J.K. She agrees for herself, but she has not been victimized by the big bad commercial creative industry. But. I do know the industry is a giant Skinner box. What's a Skinner box? Oh, I'll look it up. Like a, is look, that like a flashlight? Is know. that a flashlight? Skinner box. Yeah. And it can wreak havoc on others who have a more sensitive reward center than I do. Sensitive. <laughs> that sounds dirty, too. I have you a guys, sensitive reward center. The Skinner box. Just because she's a woman. Center. No, any, anybody who would have said that. I got a sense. Jeremy Fuchs arrives. Yeah. Great stuff. Let's hear more, everyone. Jeremy. Dude, well, I, I really wanted thoughtful. And then John posts again. Ooh la la. No, hold folks. on. We 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 got we got a uh, we got one from Kyle Rohde in between there. I didn't. I don't. Yeah. See a Skinner box is a laboratory tool that is used to study animal behavior. Ooh. Yeah. Look at that. Smart. Look at that reference. Mm-hmm. She's smart. Oh, Kyle Rohde. Okay. She, she's smart and dirty. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Who I thought that Kreisberg's uh, post was extremely sexual. You did, yeah, with the yellow brick road and the mm, the blisters. Is that like golden showers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of mm. like Skinner box. I can't lie to you. I thought Skinner box was perverted. Too. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Joy. This box. Skinner box. box. Reward Skin. center. Uh-huh. God, I'm surprised. But I love Sarah Sussman. So do I. I do too. What's an FTE? Okay, so obviously Kyle works in the corporate world uh, because an FTE is a full-time employee. I was going to say something similar to John. No, no, that's the corporate world. You do not (laughs) use as many... Um. Uh. What's the? I never. Lacoste know. letters. To, yeah. No. 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 What's Words. the? What's the abbreviations? Words. Not the jargon. Alliteration. Ac- acronyms. No, acronyms. No acronyms. Acronyms. I was going to say something similar to John. The deadlines keep getting tighter, and the number of FTEs smaller. Uh, so agencies are creating nicer and nicer work environments that also make it easier to work longer hours. If you want to get sucked into. That and give up your involvement outside of home and work, it's quite easy to do that. But like John said, um, if you don't want to do that, 
then don't. There's plenty of shops that don't overwork people, and you can also find a balance, I think, no matter where you work. I think... I think that's the point. You have to figure it out and find yeah. your balance. Figure out. You I mean, was have... there not like when I was at a college, man? I didn't work till two a.m. That well, yeah. I had no problem with that. Yeah. Loser. I, yeah, that was I mean, my passion. Yeah, I and 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 I guess that that is also important to say is that sure I bought into that train of thought until I was like thirty. I, I believe thirty-one was but the I, age where I was like, hold on. But I didn't this resent is it. This kind of stupid. I, I didn't resent it or not no, like I didn't it at either. that time. I didn't either. Like, I just yeah, made that choice. Yeah. Yeah. I just made that choice to say, mm-mm, not doing that anymore. I, I yeah. didn't. I like. I would go home from work and I would smoke and eat pizza and play Mortal Kombat on oh, Sega. Oh, God. Loved it. Now, You're I remember, a Skinner box. Like, my, my <laughs> second, the second job I had, I would, like, people would leave and I would stay there and and, and we, and the... The office was in a kind of like a little office building, and there was a restaurant down down the hall. And so I would stay, and I would work until 8, and then I would go down the hall and have dinner and have a couple of beers and then, you know, sit there for a little bit. And then about an hour and a half later, would go back down the hall to the office, and I'd stay there till. Three in the morning, and there's no need just, to really. Yeah, and, and there was, was yeah, just, there was yeah. no need for me to do it yeah. other than what else did I have to do? Exactly. Yeah. Now I will so, say that this was when I was working at at T two, and they did have a keg. So well, there you go. Too. So you were drinking. So really, that was the reason why you're staying late. No, you're I was drinking. doing work. You were drinking and doing work. Some of my best work. The thing, the thing I will say, what makes me thankful is that I, um, you know, when I started working with Hallmark, I think it was at a crucial time. I am more thankful to be, have more of a work-life balance mm-hmm. with my son being in his later years than... Meaning like high school. Yeah, like meaning 30, 40 years old. I'm, I'm 80. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, my son, my child. Um, yeah, him being, you know, in his teen years, which I think are way harder than, than the younger years. I mean, I, I, I was still there, but I'm, I'm thankful that I've been way more there recently in the mm. past, you know, four or five years than, um, you know, than wow. I was. Little, little good note for all you folks. Yeah. Well, and, and here's, here's kind of what, I, what I'm getting from our comments. And I, I want to extend this beyond this episode. I, I want, damn it, I want to hear from more listeners because it seems like very quickly we got all this, uh-uh, not for me, Charlie, you know, is that the case? Is that the case for everybody? Have we all finally somehow and and also noting, um, you know, there's a, there's a fairly good age mix in there. I mean, from you know uh, early mid thirties all the way to early mid forties. But <laughs> that is a great age. Hey man, that's a decade. That's a decade. Ten years. It's but a I'd decade. Love to get it's some a ten twenty year olds. In well, them. I would love to. Yes, I would love. That's what I want to know. I want to know. So, do the twenty year olds have have they finally said no? That's not for me. Or did? Or, oh yeah, are they, is, Or are they still trying to figure it out as well? Here's my question: Who is going to respond to this and say, "Yep, it's worth it"? No one is no, no, going no, to no, respond. No, 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 to no, no. I'm not a, saying. I'm not saying is it right. worth it. I'm saying, are there people going? 
yeah, but you know what? That's what I'm doing because it's what I got to do to get ahead. I want to. I want to honestly. I don't know hear that, that anybody is going to admit that. I think everyone is going to say I'm working within my limits. Whether that's true or not is a complete different story. And you are probably right. Yeah, but I. But think I would it, like for someone to have the balls. Yeah, the fat balls. Or say. the big fat vagina. Yeah, because it doesn't have to be a man. <laughs> Could be out a skin of your box. Vagina. Do we? Is it? Is it vagina or ovaries? The, the when fat we are balls comparing. Apples it's not to apples. Ovaries. And, and when I'm talking yeah, fat ovaries. balls, I'm talking P H A T B A L L L L Z. Like your labia, maybe. Like oh. my big swollen labia. God. <laughs> There's the title. God. <laughs> my big swollen labia. Yeah, that's clickbait. A, one woman's story. This one woman <laughs> talked about her fat labia, and you won't believe what happened next. Ah, click, click through. <laughs> click. Um. Do you want to know how long the sleep thing? I've been spreading false information. I feel how like. long the sleep thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the world record is eleven fucking days by a seventeen-year-old. Eleven days, and he I'm died. Pretty sure he was not fucking no, during those die. eleven days because he didn't have the energy. <laughs> he he might have been. He might have been. He might have been screwing imaginary things. Yeah. And apparently, there's a pixie on the wall. Uh, like just after a couple nights of sleep, a person can jump get right back into the norm. 10 to 11 hours is like kind of runner-up. And uh, soldiers being up for like four days is the other thing. But, 10 to 11 hours, or, right? Not hours. Days. I said that, but I meant days. Yeah. But then like a couple nights rest and you're fine. And like apparently none of these people really showed any. So water and food way more important than sleep. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah I've been spreading false said, information. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. You make people nervous because you're spreading all sorts I of. I did it one. No, I did it once. It's crazy. You know what? It's because I wasn't people there to question myself. People turn to the myself. shakes for straight facts, and you fed them Fox News. Our journalistic and our journalistic sorry. credibility has it's been out the window. It's been besmirched. <laughs> it's I'm been just gonna besmirched. put that out. But you know what? We came clean. We we busted that crack. Corrections. You, you came back with correction, And we regret the air. We regret the air. I know I do. We're going we're gonna to temporarily go off air for two seconds. All right, we're back. Mm-hmm.